Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 16. We of, are your... <laughs> of Back to Square One. We well, are your lovely host, Derek and Carmen. Let me do my job, Carmen. Sorry. <laughs> this, this is what they pay me the big bucks for. <laughs> the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the thing. The big, big bucks. <clears throat> so, um, this is episode... 16. I just... <laughs> you said that? Said it. This is why they pay me the big bucks. I honestly feel like... um. I have pregnancy brain. Like, it's actually a real thing. Oh, my God. It's a real thing. Like, I say some stupid shit. Bef- I, I've said some stupid shit in my life, but now it's like... Even stupider? Yeah, it's really Damn, bad. You've been pregnant for a long time. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, like, officially 18 weeks uh, today. So, that's, uh, that's I think, 20 weeks is halfway. Four and a half months? Yeah, four and a half months. So, like, halfway. Wow. Um, and just like a little update, like for the past week, Eden, um, has been away from home. He went on a bachelor party with nine other guys and, uh, they went to LA and they're driving down to Vegas. So like, so you've been home alone. Yeah, I've been home alone. And like, this is probably the, the longest I've been home alone since we've been married. Or since we've been living together. Oh, because he hasn't had a work trip. Even his work trips are usually like maximum one week. Right. But now this time he's gone for a bachelor party that's eight days. And then he's gone for another week for work. Mm. So he's like in total gone for about two weeks. And like... This time around, like, I don't know if it's because of the pregnancy. I don't know if it's because it's the first time I've been alone in, like, our house. For the past, like, four nights, which is literally the amount of days he's been gone. <laughs> okay. I- I've, um, I haven't been sleeping well. So, the first night, I literally dreamt that someone was in the house. Like, it was such a vivid dream. I saw them through the window. They were, like, scraping a knife, like... Oh, my God. Like, across the... This is definitely uh, the pregnancy. Yeah, I've heard that you get really crazy nightmares. Yeah, this is definitely a security... uh, A feeling of insecurity manifesting it in your dreams. Yeah, and, like... But you have so many security cameras around. Yeah, so I have security cameras, but, like, when Eden used to be here, I I wouldn't give a shit, like... I would, like, leave the garage door unlocked. I would, like, just go to sleep without arming any of them. Like, I didn't care about those things. Like, I felt very safe. But now that he's gone, like, I'm checking all the windows, like, making sure all the curtains are down. Like, you know, I'm, like, leaving lights on in the middle of the night so that, Someone feels like there's someone home. There's someone home. I'm, like, arming all the cameras. Um, Even when I'm just upstairs showering. Like, I'm not even sleeping yet. Even if I'm just upstairs. Like, I want to be... feel scared. Yeah, I feel scared and... You know, because I'm pregnant and I have to pee multiple times a night, I wake up multiple times a night. And when I wake up, you know when in the middle of the night, like, you just hear sounds in your house? Like, yeah, the creaking yeah, of, yeah, the, yeah. of the floor, floorboards. The house just makes these noises. The heater, like, I'm so alert about everything. And I feel like, yeah, I, I've had insomnia for the last couple of nights. Um, But it's just really funny because... I, when Eden is here, I'm literally like a piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like I've I've been using this pregnancy as an excuse to just like 
come home from work and like lie down. Yeah, do nothing for sure. Do nothing. I'm literally like a piece of trash. Like he makes dinner. He does the dishes. He packs the lunches. Right. You know, he does the laundry, sweeps, mops, everything. Gets gas, takes out the garbage. Like I don't do shit. I'm literally like literally useless yeah a piece of shit right but i realized when he was gone i was like oh my god like i'm actually like very capable of doing all these things like this pregnancy is actually not not that hard right now (laughs) but i think i want to like i think it's also because like right around when he left like i started finally feeling like less less nauseous you know i'm in my second trimester now i feel definitely more like energetic but now I'm afraid to tell him because when he's back, he's No, but you should want to be doing things. I should, but it is nice. It is oh nice not God. to do anything. But there's something about like, yeah, being home alone that now I'm like, okay. It's like, yeah, I, I, if I don't do the dishes, who's going to do the dishes, right? But it's, it's so different when someone's there. Like, I just know it's going to get done. Like, I don't <laughs> You don't feel guilty at all? No, because he Eden's very like he enjoys doing things. He doesn't oh, like to. Man. He doesn't yeah, like but to you just still down. shouldn't. You know. You no, no, no. I do. I and I, I do def- like one thing. No, no, no definitely. Let and him I, do ten things. Yeah. So but at least you did one thing. Before I was pregnant, like the reason why this happened and how I got to this point of severe laziness is that the first trimester was really, really tough. Like I was pretty much like puking every day. You know, I literally felt either it was like nauseous heartburn like it was just like disgusting I didn't feel like myself and Eden's honestly been amazing at you know taking care of everything mm-hmm. he's like your job is just to feel better your job is to rest your job is to like take care of the baby like grow the human mm-hmm. being I'll do everything else mm-hmm. right um and so I realized, like, I got to this this state of where I was, like, just super, super lazy. But now that he's gone and I'm picking up and doing these things now, I'm like, oh, like, this was how life used to be before, you know, I was pregnant. Or this is how life used to be when oh I didn't. Oh, my God. Your life I, has been so different. Yeah, it's already been so different. Or, like, <laughs> this is how, I mean, I lived alone for, like, two years, right, before Eden and I got married. And, like, I always did things on my own. You know, I cleaned the house. You know, I did everything. But... For some reason, now that Eden takes care of everything, it's like there are certain things that aren't even on my mind anymore. For example, mm. the security of the house. Mm. But now that he's not there, like I feel like now that's my responsibility. But what I wanted to lead into was he's only been gone for four days. And obviously we've been chatting every day since he's been gone, but he's on a bachelor party. So there are moments where obviously there are hours where he's like away and I don't know what he's doing or whatever like that. Right. And I realized like, I miss him so much, but he's only gone for two weeks. Then we get to see each other again. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was t- talking to my mom yesterday cause I went over for my dad's birthday for dinner. Oh, like how did you do this? I was like, I don't know how you did this. Like you raised us without my dad for like 20 something years like and there were the stretches of when they didn't see each other was like six months at a time like how did you not didn't you miss him 
Like, wasn't there this urge to be together, you know? And like... What was your answer? Even to this day, like... This is so weird because it was my dad's birthday yesterday. She was like washing the dishes and I was like telling her, like, oh my God, I've missed Eden so much. Like, you know, I can't, I, I don't know how you did it alone. And she was like, if I can choose over again, I would have left your dad. On my dad's birthday. Okay. And then he, she was like, it's too late to talk about that stuff now. And she was like, yeah. And again, she, she said, if I didn't have you guys, I would have left. If I didn't have you guys. So she's clearly full of resentment. So much resentment. But, but then she agreed to the situation, right? She obviously knew what the situation was. I thought we were keeping it light. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. No, it is light. It is light. It's not, we're not going deeper than that. It is good. <laughs> oh, shit. But it was just like, I, you know, like. Yeah, you're saying it's. Are you, are you, like, what are you trying to say right now? How, how did your mom, who was madly in love with your dad, spend time apart? Or are you insinuating that they must not have been in love and that's why they were able to be apart? I think I'm just, I definitely don't think I give my mom enough credit for what she went through. Mm. Because even for me to be away from my husband for two weeks, you know, minus obviously I'm pregnant. But she took care of young children on her own. And I remember, like, she... So she used to work at Mandarin. Mm -hmm. And her shift was from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Woo! Okay? And she worked six days a week. So Saturdays Saturdays and Sunday. And I think she got... When did you ever see her? So my sister can attest to this. So she wakes... So... And I think this is how I got my responsible, uh, my responsibility. I would wake me and my sister up for school. We would get ready. We would, my grandma would have been up already. She would cook us breakfast. We would eat breakfast. We would pack our backpacks. I would get my sister ready for school. And then right at 745, when it was almost time to drive us to school, I would wake up my mom because I knew she needed the maximal amount of sleep because she, her shift ends at 10. Yeah. Her shift ends at 10, which means she didn't, she rarely got home before 12, 12 a.m. Wait, what, did she bus? She didn't bus, but like, even though like oh, the, Mandarin closes at 10, like clean up and stuff. they have to clean up, they have to wrap up and then. Wow, she was like a full day shift. Yep. And so here's the crazy part. Jeez. She would, um, so I'd wake her up at 745 because I knew she needed the maximum amount of sleep. She'd literally roll out of bed, like not even brush her teeth, not even change sometimes, put on her jacket. She'd drive me and my sister to school. She'd get back to home by 8.30 a.m. And her shift isn't until 10, but she would then jump on Skype to Skype with my dad for one hour because Hong Kong at that time would be like 8.30, right? So it was like the only time that they could talk. They would Skype for maybe like 30 minutes to an hour and then she would be, and then at the same time, she's getting ready for work. And then she goes to work from 10. And then at three o'clock, she gets a break. And she would drive back home, pick us up from school on her break, sleep at home for like a quick 20 minute power nap, then go back to Mandarin and Jeez. work until 10. And she did this every single day, like during my my childhood. And so it was like, as much as 
like I think growing up I really looked up to my dad I felt like oh my gosh you know my dad's so far away and he's alone and you know he's providing mm-hmm. for the family he doesn't get to live this comfortable life that we live in can like that we live in Canada but like my mom didn't have it easy either I feel like well, I mean, if anything, she had it way harder. Yeah, and now sure. that I look back, and I think because I'm becoming a mother, because I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm married, and I'm definitely slowly realizing that it's like, damn, like that must have been hard. And I actually don't blame her for, for feeling si- the way she feels. Yeah, for feeling the way she feels because she literally had no time. She that's why now she doesn't have any friends. Yeah. You know, she. Maybe we should go hang out with and drink with her. <laughs> My mom's actually really fun. She yeah, did she drink? Uh, I think she could drink. Well, she used to work, uh, she used to bartend at Mandarin. Woo, party uh, girl. So she has her, like, smart serve. Party and, like, girl. <laughs> but she's, like, I'm actually very surprised that she actually stayed with my my dad. Like, she, if anything, she's a real one. Because, like, nowadays, I know, like, a lot of um, our listeners actually wanted us to talk about, like, long-distance relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think we were like, oh, neither of us really have experience with that. Like, personally, I knew growing up, like, I saw my parents doing the long distance. And I was like, I never want that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to be with someone, even if it means I have to move somewhere for them, like, I will do it. Because there's nothing more important than, like, being physically together. Mm-hmm. But, like, even on this, while Eden's been gone, like, we went, we got into, like, a little bit of an argument at some point. And it's, like, that much harder to even... Resolve things. Resolve things. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're, like, physically there, like, you can even just give someone a hug Mm -hmm. and it's, like, automatically, like, tension is... Mm -hmm. When you're not face-to-face, like, I don't even know how they were able to maintain in a decent, you know, marriage... You know, for that many years. Now I feel like it's just so easy to be like, yeah, I'm out, you know? So. Yeah, the things our parents did were definitely. Crazy. By by today's standards and by our standards, impossible. Yeah, like even the thing. Like absolutely impossible. Even, yeah, exactly. What you were saying about your mom, like being, feeling this like in debt to your dad, right? Because of how he kind of like sponsored her over and Mm -hmm. paid for her to immigrate here it's like all that shit wouldn't even matter nowadays it wouldn't matter because she would have a group of girlfriends telling her you could do better it don't matter (laughs) he's a piece of shit you know you deserve that (laughs) you deserve better you know yeah for sure Uh, yeah i mean maybe it is uh Yeah, I mean, our generation definitely, even when we talk to our friends, you know, as much as sound advice they want to give us and as, you know, it might not be the best. I think it's definitely in between, not saying that, you know, for instance, my mom's situation, staying with my dad, that's definitely, I don't think, right. Mm -hmm. The opposite, swinging all the way to the left where it's, you know, you just ditch this person who when things get hard yeah, that's also get not hard. right yeah that's not right the answer is somewhere in the middle i don't for know sure. i don't know what that is but it's you know yeah you know you have to find something yeah no for sure and like yeah i mean i guess just like going back to like long distance relationships like like i said because of like seeing my parents being apart like i knew that was 
definitely never something that I wanted to get myself into. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say if some of our listeners are like potentially in long-term relationships or thinking about getting into a long-term relationship, thinking about leaving a long-term relationship, like what do you think, you know, are some of the things that they're probably going through or like what's what advice could you kind of give them, you think? I know it's hard because like you've obviously never gone through it, but like, would I mean, you? The f- I mean, the first thing I was thinking was, did your dad do anything special for your mom when he came back? No. Yeah, like... Never. Never. He should, like, literally come back and be, like, on his hands and knees and be like, thank you, my queen. Thank you for taking care of yeah, my children. my children. My house. Yeah. For going to work. Yeah, he should be like, like you know, when it, how when he was back for those two weeks or a month or whatever that was, it should be, like, you know, making it worth it for the six months apart. Yeah. No, I know. But I think it was also like their thought was like, I'm providing financially, you know, and that's enough. Like, this is how I show you that I love you. Yeah. Which is also tough, too, because back then that was a big deal. It was was it was like everything. Right. So I I get it. It's it's tough. But I think uh, to answer your question, you know, when you when you guys are together, make sure it's worth it, you know, and, and really. Yeah, I don't know. Just make sure make sure it's worth it when you're not together. Try not to, to. It's very easy to get into arguments when you're not together. You're frustrated. You're lonely. Little things are taken out of context. Things are lost in you know lost in text. You know, just be really forgiving and understanding of the other person because you're both in this thing that you're trying to make work where the odds are against you. So if you make it harder for yourselves, then it's only going to be a, a rougher ride. Yeah, like I have, um, I have a couple friends who are actually in long-term relationships. Yo, hide your feet. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just very uncomfortable the way I'm sitting. Hold on, let me yeah, adjust you can, myself. Yeah, you can stick your leg out, just cover it. <laughs> Why? Because it's so close to the camera and your foot's going to be so big. <laughs> <laughs> what if people have foot fetish though? Yeah, we're, we're gonna be, it's going to be our highest listened to view episode on YouTube. <laughs> we finally hit a million likes. <laughs> Everyone in the comments, you know how you can timestamp like 023? At that really exact <laughs> yeah. moment, many subscribers. Carmen's foot, 124. <laughs> no, um, yeah, like I have friends right now who have been in long-term relationships and like we're get, we're all kind of getting to that age where they're thinking like, are we going to bring this to the next level? And like my advice to them is always like, I don't think that like, I mean, this is person. I don't think you can marry someone until you You've guys have heart. No, until you guys have like been together together. What does that mean? Like, like if you have to, like, even if I had to move a year there just to figure out if we get, we are even compatible. Oh that way, yeah, yeah. You mean like live in, live together, live together. Yeah. Like, I don't really know too many relationships where it's like a long-term relationship and that or long distance relationship. And then they just like get married. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> your relationship at that point is not, I don't want to say not real, but there are a lot of things that you don't have information on. Yeah. And usually when like, if you're doing a long distance relationship, the time that you have together 
is so limited that usually it's like blissful. It's all honeymoon. It's, it's all not honeymoon. real. Yeah, yes. you're extra nice to each other. Everyone's on their best behavior. Yes. The guys dressed up, pulling, you know, opening your car door, doing everything yeah, nice. Yeah, you're doing like dates. You're going on fun, like you're like on vacation, right? Yeah, you're 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 doing things that you might normally not want to do, but you're doing it. Yeah, but if you haven't lived together yet, like, like I don't know, I don't know. It's very that's one of my biggest fears. What? Living together. <laughs> With like, like before marriage or like in general? In general, like the, the space. How do you share space? Is it tough? I mean, it's definitely like. And then the, the days you don't feel where you feel like ugly as shit. I don't want anyone to see me right now. Okay. I'm assuming when you get married, this person has literally seen you at like your ugliest. Right. Like ugliest yeah so i guess that that is the rule <laughs> before you get married to someone make sure you see them at their ugliest they see you at your ugliest yes and if y'all still want to again you know hop in the sheets after and do your thing then yeah that, that might be the one yeah you it's hard too because like i think once you live together for a lot amount of time like you get so comfortable right and the question then is like how do you keep the the spark alive the spark alive because once you've seen like shit Come out don't of ever ass? don't <laughs> bro i never understood what i feel like you've done this before when, i've definitely done this in your relationships when you've told me like well we've seen each other's shit someone will be taking a shit and the other person will be taking a shower yeah the fuck why is that weird that's weird as fuck that's not weird if i'm in here i'm in here just me no, dude. If you're in there, you're just in there. I'm not trying to see your grunt face. No. I'm not trying to see you <laughs> bending over, wiping. I ain't trying to see none of no, that. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like. I'm not even trying, bro, <laughs> in the two relationships I've been in, I haven't even let out. Okay, not a, a fart. Not a conscious fart. A subconscious fart when you're, when you're sleeping. You know what I mean? And you farted. So you've never heard a girl fart before in your life? I'm saying I don't let it out around them. I'll take myself out to the bathroom. Sure, but if a girl farted in front of you, that's unattr- like that. No, would be like no, a that's fine. Off. No, that's fine for you to do that. I'm not gonna let me do that. Why? I don't want you to see me like that <laughs> and hear me like that. <laughs> why? No. <laughs> I, I'm open and receptive to you being but completely why? you. But why? <laughs> I don't know. That that's just. Do you fart like extra like? I need to gross? no, I don't. <laughs> Why? Why are you so self conscious? I just need to protect this mental image I have in, in their mind. So you're saying that you will never like? What's gonna happen when you're like ninety something years old and you're like Shit. defecating everywhere and I'd be asking to- myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> How's this gonna work, Derek? Trust me, when you love someone so much, oh nothing can turn you That's off. That's what? Them. No, no, I won't be turned off. The girl can do that stuff. But you think you But I'm not going to do that in front of somebody. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so, okay. Bro, let's that say, flame is always going to be there. Fine, let's say she's taking a shit. I'm not walking in still. You're not walking in. Hell no. <laughs> the f- <laughs> Why are she? Bro, that's like people's alone time. <laughs> okay, what if she's like, oh my God, Derek, I clogged the toilet. Can you unplug? Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine? That's fine. But you've seen her shit. I've, I've unclogged, uh, yeah. That's fine. That's that's like that's just being a grown up. That's just being a grown up, you know. But, but if you had a choice, yeah, if I had a choice, no, baby, the plunger's right there. <laughs> yeah, it would be very hard for you to live with someone then. Yeah, 
See, that's the thing. When you've been uh, living on your own for too long. Yeah. I have none of the fears that you have. The security, the doors, the... Yeah. That's my default. Yeah, like you literally don't lock your door. Yeah, that's my default. <laughs> but it's different Come living. Come join me, stranger. <laughs> Come into my house. Come, I'm very lonely. <laughs> All is welcome. Yeah, you want a drink? <laughs> Let me grab you something from the bar cart. I have nothing for you to take. <laughs> what, what you see is what you get. <laughs> um, But are you saying that when you've like slept with... Like, what you're you always like you you go and do your hair before they wake up like they've never seen you at your like ugliest i mean those are definitely the moments i'm most self-conscious really yeah absolutely bro oh man that that would be very hard for you absolutely i've always i've always had to make myself presentable before i leave given the situation of so because of, oh man, I don't want this to get in dark, so we're going to speed by this really quickly. Obviously because of uh, my family life and my family home not being the most uh, attractive photo, as much as I can, in my power, control the image of things, the presentation of things, how I look, how I dress, my hair, da da da, I will always try to have that in order so that nothing, so that you feel like you don't see what's behind it. Does that make sense? No, that does make sense. Yeah, very simple. I like that you're self-aware of that. Oh, pfft, of course. That's, I mean, that, there you have it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he just therapied himself. <laughs> yeah, bro, this shit's easy. <laughs> Who do I invoice? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Damn. But like, okay, so do you still wear glasses? Yeah. Okay, because... Uh, but I don't think... Uh, because, okay, Derek looks pretty stupid in glasses. I look, I look so <laughs> nerdy. You look so stupid. I look so nerdy. With glasses, like... But I also <laughs> can't... Okay, okay, for the people listening, my head is big as fuck. I have a big-ass head. Every time I go to the glasses store, yeah. like any lens crafters, and there's like three frames for me to choose from. <laughs> you need a custom... There's like 400 frames along the wall. They're like... Uh, this one might fit you, this one. And they're all like, oh my God, bro. So, I, yeah. I, I didn't need to get custom ones. Yeah, I figured. So, yeah, but, but, but it's <laughs> like, oh my God. But anyway, so like Derek never wears glasses. Like, you know how sometimes people have a look and they'll come up with glasses? Like, that's not your look. No, never. <laughs> oh never my God. I would never leave the house in glasses. Yeah. So none of the girls have seen you in glasses? Maybe, maybe one of my exes. Maybe. <laughs> really? Yeah, maybe. The first one? Second one. Oh, wow. Second one. Damn. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But as much as I can try to keep, which I know is like such a terrible thing because it's not realistic. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not realistic. But, but maybe, I just don't know what to do. Maybe at a certain point, like you'll be so confident in yourself that none of that would even matter. Like, I feel like yeah. for guys, you probably will hit around. Like, you know how now you're 33, you feel very 32. Confident. Oh, yeah, 32. And you feel very confident. But I think the feeling you have now, you will feel it to like an exponential like level. Maybe at like 40 something, 47. And then what is decline? No, because I think 40, like some somewhere in their 40s is kind of like a guy's prime, I think. You what? Reach, yeah, because you're probably like well off at that point. Yeah, maybe financially. But you're our prime, but you, not our not our physical. 
like technically yes we can dress better we, we look good with age but like physical our prime is definitely like as any with human being in sure, our 20s. Sure, not physical. That's but our I youngest. Mean, that's when we're most jacked or chiseled. I mean, just like at 40 something, you like know your, like you you will know yourself that much better. Yeah, you're, you're confident in who you are. Yeah, sure. which is why I think a lot of guys, when they reach that age, they don't care that they have a dad bod because they can rock a dad bod and they could be like, but they also have like enough money and they have a wife and then like, yo, whatever. Yeah, they're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I have everything I need. Who, yeah. yeah. And like, they can still, like, guys like that can still get girls because of their confidence, I feel mm, like. Yes. So you're probably going to get to that age where you're, like, 40-something, and you're not going to give a shit if you have to take a shit in front of someone. Or, like, no, 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 no. That's never going to change. I've I've made an oath to myself. Okay, well, we'll see. I've made it. Yo. Episode 1000. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a shit in front of her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that to me is so normal. Like, Eden and I... Ew. Like, literally, sometimes I'll be, like, taking Ew. a shit, and I'll literally be like, hey, can you, like... Ew. He'll, like, just sit on the... Ba- he'll. He, it's not even like he needs to do anything. He'll just sit on the bathtub, and we'll be, like, chatting. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I don't know why that's gross. My, my poos don't smell. <laughs> the sad thing is, like, that's what... What? The sad thing is that's what like true love is. <laughs> and and I'm this man out here looking for true love. And yet he cannot give true love. Well, no, well the irony is that that's not my true love. Wait, what in my mind right, if you go into my mind and you search up true love, that's not the picture you see. But that is technically what it is. Yeah, cuz I mean like Right, two people shitting around each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so depressing. I yeah. find that very depressing. That's true love. But I, but I think that's oh, why. God. That's why once you get married and let's no, say keep it sexy. I, I think that's why it's hard to keep. No, it no, sexy. no, 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 no. Jay Z had this in a rap line before, where he said, "Even in bed, you better have your heels on," or something like that. You don't think Beyonce takes a shit in front of Jay Z? In front of Jay Z? I don't. He might not. He might be like, yeah. No. I don't know. I think Beyonce can. Nah, keep do- keep it sexy in front of me, all all times. If it ain't sexy, don't don't be it. No. I don't know. That's just not real life. I feel. That's not real life. I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause I, cause there, the other side of that is, there have been relationships where you just get too comfortable with each other. You start seeing them differently. Yes. The attraction starts slipping and fading away. Yeah. Then you see a younger, sexier model out there. Yeah. You know, and then it's just like, right? Yeah. You, it's very, it's dangerous because, yes, I'm shitting in front of you, but I still can't let myself go. But if I'm shit in front of, if I'm comfortable enough to shit in front of you, I might let myself go. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I can see that. Right. So it's it's very that's the fine line, right, of a perfect relationship. I'm shitting in front of you, but I'm still not letting myself go. I'm still, you know. Like okay, come on. Like I'm literally like, it's not like I shit. I stand up and I'm like, look at my shit. I know, know? but it's It's still. It's not like it's not like I'm shitting and I wipe in front of him and then I like. Like show him my <laughs> shit. Like, come on. Like, it's not like that. I know, but it just the. But like, let's say I'm shitting. Let's say he's taking a shower. And like, get this, guys. We have like 
many bathrooms in our house. But it's you just, still want to be together. Because it's nice to be together. Like, no, yo, you know, okay, um, this is obviously, oh man, if anyone's eating, eating their lunch, I'm going to breeze by this really quickly too. When you're taking a shit and it's steamy, that shit is gross. Because it's like your, your, your stank is just cooking in there. Okay, let's move on now. Some people are gagging listening to this. <laughs> we're gonna lose subscribers. I know we're gonna get lawsuits. <laughs> okay, I don't know how we got to that point. We we're talk- just talking about uh, <laughs> I don't oh, know. like living with someone. How you can live with someone. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, Eden is uh, away for another week, and. Um, <laughs> so, but originally, what we wanted to talk about for this episode was. Um, did we want to talk about like oh yes the the duties that eden has been doing and what men need to do to prepare yes to become a father or Mm -hmm. be like as supportive of a partner as they can be to their to the mother of their future child um because i think there's usually a lot of like self-help books for moms you know what to expect when you're expecting you know there's apps for that like the mom is usually therefore the most prepared Mm -hmm. when the baby comes because the mom's read about it the mom's talked to other moms you know i feel like dads are kind of thrown in there are really thrown in there and then kind of like expected to just follow instructions which is great but like and I'm not saying all dads do this. I know some dads who are very well researched. You know, they know more than the mom. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, I feel like dads are just kind of thrown in from day one. And they, they're expected to just kind of like. It feels like we're being, playing catch up. Yeah, for sure. Like, okay, and, what now? What now? Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, too, like, because there's certain things that the dad can't help with. For example, breastfeeding. And for example, like, the baby will naturally just. Want the mom. Want the mom. Because. Yeah like the smell of the mom you know they've been with their mom they hear their mom's voice in the womb you know the mom is the supplier of food like they're just naturally going to be able to be like the mom's naturally able to soothe the baby Mm -hmm. but as a as a guy as the guy or as the father um i think it's really important to just instead of thinking about it as like what can i do to take care of the baby it almost your job is to take care of your wife. And how does one? Uh, what are some? I guess with your four and a half months of you know pregnancy experience, what are some of the key things if you were to boil it down? So like, um, when I was feeling very very nauseous, you know, we realized one of the reasons was um, because I never used to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. because I just I wanted maximal sleep so I'd wake up 15 minutes before work and then I would go to work mm-hmm. so my first meal of the day was always lunch and lunch would be like 2 p.m. at work mm-hmm. so to mitigate that like Eden would wake up earlier so I could sleep mm. and he would make me Jeez. breakfast personal chef yeah and Eden's not a chef okay but <laughs> he's not a chef but he would still wake up early it's the make- effort yeah, it's the effort. He would still make the breakfast. He would leave, then leave for work so that when I woke up, there was already breakfast on the table. So mm. I just would grab it and then eat on Why my Why didn't you just buy something the night before? 
Or make extra dinner. Yeah, he's not making like eggs, like an omelet. He's not making that. Oh. He's literally making me like a Nutella sandwich. Oh, but oh, okay. Or yeah, like yeah. pouring milk into my tumbler. Like those couple seconds, even in the morning, I literally just look in the fridge. I know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah something's prepared for you. Yeah, this is my breakfast. This is what I take with me, right? Um, you know things like, you know, like uh, he just takes care of everything so, like, so let me ask you what's the biggest <clears throat> two things what's the biggest thing he's had struggle with and what's the biggest thing that surprised you that he's been capable of doing oh good questions question. i know derek i know i know i am so good with these things i should be like a <laughs> like a i honestly yeah i honestly feel like sit me down in a room with anybody yeah i can ask questions that a i find oh, this is off track now <laughs> that a i find um give me some time to think about my answer yeah that i find value out of like i want to know yeah you know um and b that are just questions that people don't really consider honestly i think you should ask me this question maybe in like another six months why because right now okay, okay wait, 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 wait. This, this will be good we will ask that question in six again months. in six yeah, months and yeah and then we'll yeah. compare and then the, li the listeners will know. I think so far, honestly, like, I mean, I'm just speaking for Eden here because obviously I don't know how he feels, but I, I don't think he's really complained about anything so far. But Eden, okay, for the listeners out there, Eden's type never really complained. No, he doesn't complain. He's honestly, like, amazing. And that's why I was like, I actually don't think he finds any of this very difficult so far. Okay, fine. What do you think he will find difficult? I think the most difficult thing will actually be like helping me get like when the baby's through. crying. No, I think I'm just like generally a very emotional person, and with this pregnancy, I've been like even more emotional. And so, with, just putting up with you. Yeah, and with Eden, like emotions isn't his strong suit. Mm. So I think that will be very hard, especially if. You know, there's there's always a chance that there's postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Like, I think for him to navigate through that, that will be very difficult. Because it's, yeah. Yeah. So then you guys just need to work on your communication. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, for sure. What, what do you guys, what did you learn from therapy together? Like, do you guys still, do you still practice and apply what you've learned? Or so no? actually, the, um... We've been using um, technique. This is not a plug, but we've actually been using the S thirty five cards. Really? Yeah. Wow! Shout out to Schedule thirty five and the card games. Yeah. Uh, we made. So like before bed, like we. Wait. Wh wait. Why do you? What do you mean? Like there's just like questions. To just to to just talk. So, like, because like we used to before bed, we would just be on our phones. We'd be on TikTok separately. Back, okay. You know, and like, we were kind of like, okay, at the end of the night, let's just like put our phones away and talk so then the s35 card game just was easy just like, way to it was just like hanging out there and we were like oh like maybe we should start like oh, using man. these as prompts right because there was a app that my therapist told us to download i showed you once before yeah, yeah, yeah. i forget what the name was but anyways it, it, it's kind of like the s35 card game not as refined but there's just like not as refined <laughs> Not as fun, right? But it's like there's topics that you can talk about with your significant other. Oh, man. That makes me so uh, so happy to hear that. <laughs> but, uh, okay, we don't do it every night. But like, Yeah, but still, it we, just... Yeah, it's definitely something that 
has helped. Oh my God. We would, we would do one each and then we would answer it. But I think a big part of going through therapy, one of the biggest things when I, when I talked to my therapist was, I feel like Eden never talks. Conversations are always one-sided. I'm always the one that's asking him questions and he's just answering me back mm -hmm. with like one word sentences. You know, he, there's no like back and forth or I'm always the one who has to start conversation when I feel like something's wrong in the relationship. Even mm. if he's upset about something, I have to somehow like... Bring it out of him. Yeah, bring it out of him. I, I can send something's off and be like, hey, what's wrong, right? He'll never just come up and sit me down and have a conversation. My therapist was like, she's like, it doesn't matter who starts conversation as long as conversation is being had. I partly agree with that. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's, but it's very tiring. Yeah, it is. Because it's, it's, uh, yeah, the onus is now on you. Yes. Because if you don't feel like having, I mean, if you don't feel like initiating, then conversation is never initiated. And this could be to the detriment of the relationship. Yes. You know, and which is not fair to you or for that, for that person. But I definitely do agree that it's easier for me. Mm -hmm. As an extrovert, as someone who loves to talk or who loves to pry, the effort that I have to give to ha make that conversation happen is a lot less than what he would probably have to muster up to sorry, mm -hmm. to create. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, I could see that. So it's more uh, efficient. Yeah, it's just... It's kind of like you. I have to now create my own opportunities. I just have to like make it happen. And when I do start conversations, like he he does talk, you know. And Eden's known to be a very quiet person. Like he's famous for being quiet. Famous because a lot. And I'm famous <laughs> for talking too much. I'm famous for famous. Like, <laughs> so actually, a lot of I've a lot of people have asked me. How does how does this work? Yes. <laughs> or what did you guys see you know? in each other or what do you even talk about with Eden you know everybody honestly everybody has asked me this but Eden is actually so like it's it's once he opens up to you and I think I am literally the only person in this world that he opens up to the conversations are are good like our conversations are fine once I initiate it, but never expect him to initiate it. Does that make sense? For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And even like, for example, when he first started listening to our podcast, he was like, do you and Derek have a script? He's like, how do you guys so like, how do you guys just so naturally like have conversations? Like it was, it was like mind boggling. It was to him. foreign to him. Yeah. He was like, Oh man, it's like it sounds so like exhausting to think of things to talk about. He's like, I can't believe you guys don't have a script of what like the topics and uh -huh. you know. And I'm just like, this is literally what having a conversation is about. But for him, it's like very, it's like a like a chore. Well, it's a it's a muscle that he hasn't had to use the social, uh, the social muscle, right? So for him, I think it's very intentional every time I squeeze to use this muscle. Yeah. Versus for us. Right. It's just so natural. Yeah, we're used to using this muscle. Yeah. Like, honestly, obviously, there's some people that you have conversations with that are a little bit more draining and you kind of feel like you're like, like, give me something here. Right. But regardless, like, I feel like for the most part, we're able to carry conversations pretty well with pretty much like anybody mm -hmm. in the room. 
but for him I think it's like really niche like he really has to bond with you on certain things or he has to really open up to you before he like will yeah. actually talk to you so then was that tough in the beginning because uh well it would have been very different for you guys because so for all the listeners out there we're all part of saga city yes Carmen and Eden have known each other for so long, same group of friends. It would have been a very different situation, and I don't think it would have worked out if you guys weren't part of the same friend group. Because imagine inviting, you know, hey, new boyfriend, come hang with my group of friends. Oh, yeah. Right? How awkward that would have been. so true. Your friends would have been like, "Uh, he's kind of weird. It's kind of hard to talk to him. Yeah, 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 for sure. Or they'll be like, oh, how, like. What do you like? I would have to explain the story yeah. to every single person that I know and be like, this is why this guy's a great guy. This yeah, is why I'm choosing to marry him. Yeah. But because we grew up in the same friends group and all our friends are mutual already, everybody was already like familiar with who he was. And, and they're like, wow, like, yeah, like they already know, like yeah. Eden's a great guy. Eden's this, Eden's this. And they already think very highly of Eden that I never really had to explain to people like why Eden in that sense. But yeah, a lot of times people even will ask like Eden, like why, why Carmen? Carmen? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, Carmen, like she just likes to like drink. talk all day. Yeah, she likes to talk. She likes to drink. She likes to party. <laughs> She's like so like... Okay, you're not like that. No, I know. Like not in a bad way, but it's like for sure I'm definitely more irresponsible than he is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the responsible DD, you know? Um, you know, love like takes care of his mom. He's like the golden child, like, and it's so different, you mm-hmm. know. But so, so, what is his answer? Because I'm more, I'm more curious about that. He said that I'm the only person that he can. He growing up, he was always scared that he would never find someone that he would be able to be himself in front of. He's like, I'm the only person that he's been totally like himself, and I've liked him for that. Like, it's very easy for him to open up to me, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, I definitely think, like, Eden didn't really have to try really hard to to get me. <laughs> I felt like, I don't know, there was, like, just this little crush that I had. And I didn't really need any convincing that, you know. I mean, he- you're definitely... Uh- <laughs> easy to get as soon as you have a little crush on somebody yeah i feel like you're you're you're, i'm convinced yeah yeah i've seen you through your many phases yeah because i'm not high maintenance yo don't be yelling bro (laughs) (laughs) i'm agreeing with you (laughs) no like yeah i i don't know like I, i i didn't see like I think the only hard part with us starting was definitely like, oh, we're, the, we've been friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The friends thing was definitely hard. But uh, why were we talking about that? We, we talk about, oh yeah. So yeah, that's the thing that I'm definitely most, I think that Eden will struggle with. If, because I will even say, remember during the pandemic when we were going through marital problems, I was definitely going through a very- Different set of reality. Yeah, and I I told you, like, I would literally have a lot of anxiety. I felt a certain level of depression at that point because there are some days I would just wake up and, like, not want to get out of bed. And it was very hard for him to 
motivate you or, or get through to you? Yeah, like he cared about me in the way that he knew how. You know, he still loved me through everything that happened.、Mm. Through like me showing him him like the worst sides of me. But yet, it was very difficult on him, and I could see that.、Mm. Like it was very hard on him because my feelings affected him.、Mm. So I think if we were to go through something like that after the baby comes, like it will be very tough for him. And the worst part with Eden too is he doesn't have a very good. Like he has good friends. Don't get me wrong, right? I'm not gonna shit on any of his friends. His friends are great, but if his His friends all know Eden's not the type of person to ever ask for help.、Yep. So even when we were going through something, he never asked his friends like, "What should I do?" And I don't know if it's a guy thing. I mean, it、know? definitely is partly a guy thing, and it's also partly because he's so introverted. You know, I don't think, I don't think he would know where to even begin. I think it's also like you, though. You know how you were saying, like, yeah, if I'm going through something, like. What can they tell me that you don't already know? I don't already know. You don't really like open up to those, like open up to guy friends about those things. I feel like, especially if you don't think they've they have any like life experience to. No, I mean it's just that's why I always feel like having a really close girlfriend is just as equally as important. There's a certain set of questions and a certain set of things that. You and close guy friends are there for each other for,、yep. and talk to each other about. But then there are just more certain. Maybe it's a pride thing where you don't want to look like lesser of a man in front of other guys. Maybe I don't know, but it feels less scary to open up to a girl sometimes about certain personal issues、it's、versus、true. opening up to guys. It's true. You know, and and I think it's that's why it's so important to have close guy and girl friends. Right, best guy and best girlfriends, and you know you're at that way. You can kind of protect yourself as much as possible. Yeah, it's true. Like even like, I was saying that Eden and I had a little disagreement when,、um, like, on this bachelor trip.、Mm-hmm. More details on that later, possibly. But、um, <laughs> I told you the story. Yeah. You know, earlier before we started the bo- podcast, and you know, like. When I told two of my girlfriends, their reaction was very in line with yours. Yeah, very in line, very supportive, very like you have every reason to be upset. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask Derek because I feel like girls just naturally support you, and that's just what they do. But guys will definitely be the more, you know, more logical, more logical, or even just like, but why do you feel that way? Like the bigger picture is this, or、mm-hmm. have you thought of it this way though? You know, so I wanted to get your take on it. So just having that guy friend or opposite sex friend, yeah, you you need that perspective.、Um, but I was very surprised that you actually agreed with me too, to a degree. <laughs> I think you just.、Um, <laughs> I think I'm just. In some ways, I'm good at understanding these things. Because there are some things that I'm just like super brain dead at,、um, but listening to other third parties, people's, I can, I feel like I can. It's a lot. For some reason, and I, and I know this is with everyone. When you're the third party listening in on, it's just way easier to empathize, understand this, the context of the situation, each party, 
what is right, what is wrong, all the angles. But when you're in it, it's very tough. Yeah. You know, but I do feel like, um, don't compare, A, don't compare me to other guys. But what I broke down to you, not all guys get it done. That's true. No, that's true. But, uh, but yeah, you know. But you're definitely, I think you, you've matured over the years. Like you've definitely always, like, you know, even when we were younger, you know, I would still tell you things, you know, if, if my ex-boyfriends and I got into fights, like I would still talk to you about it, but you're definitely a lot more understanding now than you ever were. It's called growing up, baby. Yeah. We're 32. 33 for me. 32. (laughs) But yeah, that's, um... Yeah, just I guess uh, a little, little update there. Um, still got another week to go alone. Um, pregnancy's going great. You know, we're gonna have our third ultrasound in two weeks, and at that one, it's gonna. Do be- the listeners know that it's a? Yeah, they don't. No. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't know. So. In two weeks, we're doing um, the anatomy scan, which is the one where you find out the gender of the baby. But Eden and I um, did an earlier genetic test where we literally saw like the chromos, like you know the chromosomes of the baby, and this is to te- check for genetic uh, defects. Mm-hmm. And then you find out actually really early. So we actually found out at like twelve weeks. Wow. Yeah, instead of twenty. When is this new technology? Or this was always around? It's always around. You just have to pay. Is it a lot? Uh, Like 500 something. Oh, it's not a lot. Uh, I always... Yeah, how come everyone finds out so much later? Because... They don't do this test? Yeah, most people are like, well, you know, I'm still young. Like, the chances of Down syndrome right. is very low. Right. And a lot of the times, too, it's about the decision that you would make if the results are not good. Yeah. So, for example, if you and your husband are like, it doesn't matter defects whatever you know no matter what this is our decision is that the term they use in, in the clinic defects that's like literally the test like genetic te- yeah that sounds genetic. so harsh i know that sounds uh, so genetic harsh anomalies yeah genetic. anomaly sounds more like yeah softer um but God um damn, that's a... but for eden and i i think we were like you know what i think we we would definitely need to have a conversation if yeah for, it's yeah and I was like, big deal. I don't know, like for 500 bucks, like, you know, just to kind of have like peace of mind. a peace of mind. And um, it's more accurate to than um, an the anatomy, anatomy scan. Because the anatomy scan, you're looking for like a penis or a vagina, right? Versus this is like 100%. Mm. You know, so anyway, so we found out at 12 weeks. So many weeks ago that we're <laughs> having a boy, Woo! which I'm super excited about because i think eden really wanted a boy like personally I, I really wanted a girl yeah but just seeing how happy he is to have a boy like it, it's like i'm happy for him <laughs> i'm happy for <laughs> I'm him, happy for him. I, but I, I, the whole time i i kind of had a feeling it was a boy because i mean I, obviously i know you can't say but everybody all of our friends had girls last year yeah and the tide's turning. Yeah. And like this year I was like, you know what? Maybe like there'll be more boys. And also like a lot of the the, the moms, their symptoms were like kind of different than mine or like more mm. mild than mine. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm having a boy then because it's not the same. But so the whole time I thought it was a boy, but I was like hoping for a girl and um, it'd be a boy. So 
I mean, we're excited. I think, yeah, it's um, maybe number two. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to have one of each for sure. But I think everyone who's a boy mom has been telling me Easier? boys are boys are amazing. Like boy, the 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 bond that a boy has with mom, like is very very special because like the daughter will always have a special bond with dad but they're like i wonder why that is yeah i don't know like maybe yeah i don't know but they were like trust me like you the boy and the mom will always have this special connection and they're like and boys are just why that is and boys are just easier like they're a little bit more active we're more durable yeah (laughs) but they're very like it's tiring though that's the thing right Right, they're running around Yeah. It's fucking crazy Tasmanian devils. But they're like, but when they're older, like when they're in their teens, you'll definitely be happy that you had a boy. Because mm. girls, you just, I don't know, you worry about them. Like, uh, I don't know. But in our teens, we're pretty rowdy. We're the ones bringing home the car with some dents in it. We're the ones sneaking out. We're the ones, you know, throwing I, the parties at your house. I guess. But like having a girl is just, but nowadays, I guess you're worried for both because things happen to boys too, right? But it's like girls, you're worried about them showing up pregnant. Guys, you're worried about them yeah, getting them, another girl yeah, pregnant, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, we're super excited. And um, I guess in a couple years, you're going to have like a little boy running up to open, yeah, open the, door the door for you. I know. That's so weird. He's going to have glasses on. I have a feeling he will too. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And usually boys look like mom, so I'm like, oh fuck. Boys look like moms. Boys look like mom usually, and then girls oh. look like dad, right? I don't know. That's what I've seen patterns of. I was like, fuck, I was such an ugly baby. So oh. good luck, little little man. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, you'll grow up. You'll, you'll grow up handsome. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, yeah, happy St. Patty's Day. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to throw that in there so we know, we you guys know. Today was St. Patrick's Day, even though you're going to be hearing this like Easter. three, four weeks later. Exactly. <laughs> happy Easter, too. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>